Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, the smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. I beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed up. <laughs> We don't have unlimited time, so. Yeah, and we started um, late. Welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Lane. I'm Kevin. I'm Brian. I'm Art. So we have Kevin with us, alternative fuel correspondent right. for DWA. Yeah. Official. Officially. <laughs> From day one. Yeah. Any propane powered stuff? or? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, well, Dude, we're in have. right away. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. I used to have a uh, natural gas Honda Civic. No way. Yeah. Oh, right. Those are super rare. Yeah. And then he had a Leaf. Yeah. And a diesel. Yeah. And I, th- and then a regular gas car. Yeah. You've Ooh, had them all. You gotta dude. throw it in there. You gotta yeah. mix it in, right? Sure. Am I missing any? Have you had a hybrid? Electric? Hybrid? Uh, I've had a full electric, or I have a full electric, but never a hybrid. Okay. So. So you're kind of an expert. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we just fucked up. And Art's mic wasn't plugged in. I almost feel like we should just like publish that one, but you should go in and do voiceover for him, like record <laughs> yeah. it after the fact. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, Mart, and this is what I said in this instance. <laughs> well, we'll see how it sounds. Maybe it's good enough. Maybe, Maybe our mics up pick up, up something. It's doubtful. 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 Damn. Doubtful. Uh, yeah. So we're still doing Thursday edition, yeah. right? Yeah, it's Thursday edition. We're just starting, but for us, we're... Some lost gold. Yeah. Sorry to all the... Uh, brilliant. Sorry to all the people that asked us questions before. Early on. Any highlights on, on those questions that we could... No? I don't remember one question Highlights. Back. I guess we got to help Autocross guy. That's important. Outside of that... Yeah, there was yeah. no help. No? Uh, I guess. Take get rides from yeah people who know what they're doing. Right along That's with as many people. Autocross. Yep, and yeah. then uh, have them sit with you. And... Drive really fast. <coughs> Use the tires to slow you down. Manhandle the brakes. <laughs> we haven't had a good mess up in a while, so that's kind of uh, refreshing. Yeah, Lane, up. you should have plugged that in, dude. <laughs> Plug, pulling Sorry, in the dude. Uh, yep. So we're just going to start from the middle, We're just going to pick it up from where we left off. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Rubber Down asks, I'm currently living on the northeast coast, but looking to move west. How's the car scene out there, and where is it at its best? I don't have a set location to move uh, to, move to, but definitely want to be somewhere cars are appreciated. Any opinions? Thanks, guys. Awesome podcast. Wow. Well, thanks for the nice words. Yeah. So he's just mm. moving out west. He's basically... I mean, it's all going to be better than the northeast, right? I would, have I would think so. Again. You can I pull it. A lot of reminders. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything's going to be better than the northeast where everything rests, right? I would think so. You've lived on the northeast before? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, you never see any old cars. Yeah, mm. I mean, maybe they're in people's garages, and then they come out during the summer. But uh, so, how is the car scene out there, and where is it at its best? I would say we have kind of like a little core car scene up here in Northern California, mm-hmm. but the biggest car scene, LA, is LA for sure, yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Do you think it matters what kind of car he's into? Like, is he talking? Kind of. I mean, but kind of. But I think LA has have, everything. They have all the canyons and all that stuff too, so you and, can find yeah. your own deal. And they have all the hot rod shops where like originated in LA. Yeah. 
uh, the Bob's Big Boy Burger, you know, car shows if you want that kind of stuff. At the same time, you got to deal with all the fucking freeways down there. And you know, if you want to get anywhere, it's like maddening, yeah. right? Like yeah. one of the benefits of Northern California is you just cruise off uh anywhere and you're finding back roads and yeah you know it's not quite as bad yeah and maybe you uh if you're living somewhere like in the valley down there there's not really that many uh, that many good driving roads as opposed to here where you know spitting distance we have killer driving roads yeah we also have it pretty unique that a lot of people commute on roads that can be fun that's true. Yeah, you know, you'd have an it's hour just straight commute. up big freeways. Right, yeah. yeah, you're commuting ten miles on a stop and go mm-hmm. for the entire park. time. Yeah. yeah, and it's just super hot and miserable. Yeah, LA sucks. So we fan. Just... Yeah, but uh, it has its pockets. But yeah, the yeah. main the biggest so what are the pockets? Frustration. We need to give them Venice Beach. Beach. Yeah, Santa Monica, <laughs> Venice Beach, like all that area. Redondo, Manhattan's kind of cool. Um, I don't. Yeah, once you start getting inland, it gets gnarly, dude. I don't, I don't, I don't want to, like, you just have to jump on a freeway to get anywhere or sit and stop and go like stop lights to get anywhere. And then I don't know. It's tough to answer this question just in terms of car scene too. Like, I mean, that's really a small, like you, you get out of it what you put in. Like, yeah, I mean, really where you go, it's like, but yeah, which one has like the most like gatherings, which one has the biggest variety, like that type of stuff. Right. I mean, like, cause most appreciated, I mean, here you have the hot rod stuff, you have the classic stuff, you have the modern stuff as well, but I think it's just at a different scale. Right. Like I think LA Mm -hmm. is just has a lot more of that. So that's the thing is like, you're going to find something around the corner probably versus like here where you have to, you know, I don't know. The community isn't as... Dude, I mean, maybe he can move to Pleasanton or any valley town too, and there's a huge probably hot rod scene yeah. or so, you know stuff the like that. Good yeah. guys. He should so, just he should move next door to Magnus Walker probably. There you go. I so somebody else answered this question later in oh, the comment nice. thread. LinkedIn famous says all along California is a wide array of car nuts from the German lovers in West and North LA to the low riders and cruisers in South LA to the truck lovers in East LA, Orange County and the inland amp. Uh, Empire have a lot of muscle lovers. Ricers are scattered all, scattered all over the place. I'm sure the same cars for no, NorCal. Whatever you're into, you'll find in California, no matter where you live. So that's, that's pretty true. That sums think, it up well. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he was writing words to a song right there too. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that into a song on our next boy band album. I yeah. feel like it's definitely country boy band, right? We got your trucks in the east and man, man. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, this is all like a concept before you just like dug in there, singing and playing. Now I'm really seeing where this is going. <laughs> Thank God we plugged Getting in. Getting excited. Our <laughs> I know. Right? I know. <laughs> Um, all right. All right. Next one. Tom's underscore Alec art. When you're looking at a car, you just really want to buy. Uh, so you, do you still get that giddy feeling butterflies in your stomach, ears ringing or anything like that, uh, and make dumb decisions? Uh, am I reading this wrong? Yeah. Like, do you get all those fuzzy feelings and where you yeah. feel like you're messing up or are you such a car slut now that the magic <laughs> is gone, gone and you go through the paces all business? No, definitely not the Dude, latter. You freak out. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's kind of like, um, it's a very steep curve of like excitedness and then I plateau and then, and then from there it's like a, a very steady, like slow, uh, what do you call it? Decline of excitedness. Well, I'm wait, most wait. excited when I'm going to go buy a new car. Yeah. And and then the early stuff, as we discovered, right? Like going and researching it and like and learning how to drive it and like doing shit to it. Oh, this and is then, post-purchase. Yeah. So, but, already. Right. So yeah. I'm just thinking like, but 
But the highest point is looking for that car or being interested in it initially. Oh, yeah. Like it is as good as it gets because I'm so excited to get into this new thing. Right. Um, so, yeah, very excited. I think on the other end, um, actually, while uh, Alex was picking up the NSX, he's like, yeah, you're just kind of like just cruising. Are you just like totally numb to this right now? Because I was just like pointing out like, oh, this is where you open this. This is the fuel lid. <laughs> and, and I'm like, no, actually, I, I do like get a little something as the car is driving away. Like, <laughs> But while we're doing the paperwork and shit, like it's like, all right, whatever. Here's yeah. You're the keys. <laughs> Your feelings, kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah, you know. But, uh, you just thought you were way too, like, no emotions. Apparently. Cool. Yeah. He's like, this car deserves better. Like, I'm glad I'm taking it from I this guess guy. I'm glad it's with him, this yeah. This car needs love. He's going to love it. So, Art just sold his NSX, by the way. Yeah, I saw, yeah. yeah. I, I saw the Sweet 2002 parked out front. Oh, yeah, Sweet, yeah. It's it's he had that already, but, yeah. yeah. That's been an ongoing thing, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, like, we do a lot of, we'll, we'll look at cars on BRZO or Craigslist or whatever, and yep. you're scrubbing through all sorts of different cars you know considering different things and like is this a good deal or not and then that one hits you and you're like oh shit this is like the thing that i was thinking about like yeah. this is this is like a potential like all these other ones i'm just flipping through but this one like i may need to get some money together and like arrange things parking spots whatever and like actually do this and you kind of get nervous a little bit and you're like fuck like you kind of pace around like, and, and it keeps and, you like, up at night a sale you know, sell before you can get your shit together yeah Totally. Yeah. I definitely then, feel all that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how fast it goes from, oh, that could be kind of cool to like, oh my God, I really need to figure out this right. car. Yeah. And it's like, then you like talk yourself into, it's like a great deal. Oh, and you're going to lose yeah. it. I, so stuff. I'm right. right there with a car. I think, well, I have shared it with the guys here and I'll talk about it on our Sunday edition, but like I've... I feel like the the pressure is on now and I'm like, ah, do I just do it? You know, like, uh, so I'm definitely there. It's crazy. I feel like there's definitely a a line that you cross where it's like, you bring it up to your wife and it's like, you're really making it a thing and you gotta like figure out the justifications in your head. And yeah, once you kind of make, make it public like that. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. And it's pretty fun. It is fun. I can see why you're addicted to it. Art. Jeff wise. You are all entered in the 1967 Le Mans 24-hour race. What vehicle do you choose to race? Choices include, he's going to list a few here to jog our memories, uh, Ford GT40, Ferrari 275 GTB, 365P2, that's a Ferrari, I guess these all are, 330P3-4, Amazing 412P, Porsche 906, 906K, 907, 910, 911, Alpine A210, Chaparral 2F, Corvette, GT350, Lola T70, Lotus Europa, Marcos GT. I love that he throws that one in there. Do you remember Marcos that little GT? car? It's like a tiny little car. <laughs> Dang. I, um, I, I'm trying to look. I'm looking up at the... So do you guys want to go head. for a outright victory or do you want to go for just having fun or... Yeah. Um, I kind of want to be comfortable, I think. <laughs> Really? I want to go for just like the experience of that sitting in that cockpit and the sound that the engine makes and like the and I mean for me yeah, it's dude. the P3 Ferrari. I mean that thing is so badass. I mean I, obviously the the Porsches were very like were great. I mean Ferrari at this point was extremely dominant and they made very reliable cars. So for me the first thing that came to mind is I want to fucking finish the race cuz so many people like didn't get to the end. So you know? 67 is that when Ford won though? No, or 69 is... was, right? Okay. Was it 69? No, 60, uh, I thought it was 64, 65. Whoa, that early? Well, Shoot. now we're going to, someone's going to sound like a retard. 
All right. Sorry, um, I didn't mean to use that language. <laughs> but I, somebody's obviously wrong. I think it, I think it was mid sixties, but I I could definitely be wrong. Uh, I don't. Know, does it like, matter? Does it matter, Lane? It kind of does. Does it? I, I'm just interested. Well, because especially because like if I mean it is know. pretty epic if it is the year like that was huge, right? Um. So wait a minute, Lamar, sixty six. So 66, 67, 68 or something? Because uh, didn't they win three no, years No, they row, won or? one year. They tried multiple times. Oh, yeah, then they continued to the one after that year. Yeah. Um, I think so, you're right. Yeah, because they yeah. lost. They could, They tried those first two years. Yeah. You and I watched the documentary together. We watched the documentary, and I, <laughs> and I read um, the book. Yeah. What's the book? Goes Like Hell. Yeah, Go Like Hell. And yeah. I don't remember anything, dude. This is terrible. So this is the year <laughs> they won, right? Yes. Uh, no, okay. they, they won the... Well, yeah, one of the yeah, years they, they won. won. Not the first time. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm going to... Shoot. Okay, while you're still thinking, Lane, can you describe the P3? Like, is it... It's like a... It's like one okay. of the most beautiful cars yeah, yeah, ever yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big old fenders and... Yeah, yeah. so good. It's like full it's really, race car, really cool. like not a road car. No. Little snout in the front, little... Uh, Just really cockpit. curvaceous, like, yeah, yeah, really, really interesting and car. And the V12, obviously, in the back. And, and that was that, that was go, the, that was going for an outright victory, right? Yeah, they were basically going all in, yeah. That was so... They never won again, right? Do you want to go outright victory, or do you want to just kind of be cruising? Well, you already said you want to be comfortable, so I'm I kind of want to be cozy. choice you're going to make. I was thinking, like, a 911, just yeah? a street oh, car. Oh, you're just like yeah, somewhere in the middle there, just racing along. Just you having your fun. Own, you have your own race group that's super I'm racing in my race group, and I'm yeah. having fun and good noises, and I'm watching all the big boys. It's still intense, by. though. I mean, you're topping out. What yeah. are those things top out at? 175 or something know. on the Mulsanne, like in that little tin can, dude? That's intense. I mean, it's it's not uh, one of these super high-strung things, but I can see it's still definitely intense. I guess there really isn't anything that was like mellow and comfortable back then. Well, I don't know. The Marcos GT, I don't even know what that I was going to look up the Chaparral 2F because isn't that the one that had the gigantic arrow? Like like crazy wing? It was just like on struts? Could be. They also made the fan car, right? Big flat sides or something? That was later, yeah. though, the fan car. Yeah, there's like really, it's this white car, flat sides. I think it's that one. I can't remember. But it, the, it, the Ferrari would be pretty dope, though. That thing is insane. That, yeah, I mean, that, that combo and that motor and everything right behind you. I think I'd have to go GT40. I, I just really like that, the concept of that car, mm-hmm. like the Lola chassis and it's just American brute force right there. And yeah. um, just paying for victory, <laughs> big company coming in and just like, I love the story, how they make it out to be like, oh, this farmer's just, and meanwhile, it's Ford taking down Ferrari, this small company of Ferrari, mm. like I mean, spending not, all this dough. Really, yeah, mean, it totally well, is. It was, it was like Shelby basically tuned that thing to. And it was Ford giving them all. all the money to like do this. To, sure, to but yeah, Ferrari has a lot of money small little, No, they don't. Dude, they were the so little factory of Ferrari, like everything that they had up to that point, they've been racing for a long time, yeah. like for a little upstart of hot rodders in Southern California to like, no, actually, because they were forget actually, about how much they money were Ford, they dude. It was, no, Ford. they weren't Ford. It was completely separate, Ford dude. paid them and did and I gave know, them all their Ford's engineers money, and but stuff. It's a little shop, yeah. dude. The guys who did it, regardless of where the money's coming from, like, yeah, dude, it's pretty impressive. 
I mean, it's not like they were doing it. I mean, in it the Ford took factory. them three years. Yeah, but. it was definitely. I mean, and they really knew what they were doing. That's like the point of the whole story, right? right? It's I, like, mean, I mean, it took three yeah. years. Though. It I took mean, three years. Yeah. I mean, early on, they made a lot of crazy mistakes. Like I remember, like just everything. There's something simple as like brake failures and like just stupid shit, right? Like because they were just, and the engines were blown, right? Yeah, they were running two eighty nines or whatever, two sixty. Yeah, they were. Or yeah, they were running. They were, um, yeah, oil starvation problems, mm-hmm. and then they handled like shit because they put this gigantic lump in the middle, yeah. and, like you know. So I don't know. I mean, it's but yeah, they there were trials and tribulations, and but. They had all the fucking funding in the but world. But I do think it's funny, that whole story, that they kind of put it like they're like this total underdog when they really weren't. They had this huge amount of funding behind them and stuff. And they, like it was a full team just to go after that. And like it was a big company going after a little tiny company yeah. of Ferrari. You know? but, that, well, that, but that was their focus, right? Like Ferrari was like, that was the most important thing. Ferrari so, was a race team right. first. Yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting nonetheless. I mean, like, and, and money does play a factor as much as I'm arguing with you. Like for an endurance race, especially it's having everything set up, having all the testing done ahead of time, having all the spare parts there, like all that shit is critical. Yeah. So, that's, so what car are you gonna drive? <laughs> we still have an He said Ford. Oh, yeah. I said Kevin, no opinion. No opinion. Kevin's driving a van again. Yeah. Is that an option? <laughs> He's driving a Nissan Leaf, new that, Tesla. That's like no, no opinion yeah. at all. Come on, you had. I I don't. Mini Marcos uh, well, Okay, tell us this. You had an old 911. Speak to yeah, God, I'd love to drive a 911. So nine, yeah. I mean, yeah. There, there's some like attainable ones here. 911. The I mean, you know, Corvette GT350. You could picture all those, right? Yeah. Like yeah, you I could mean, choose between those. And then, like the Alpine A210, that's the like an Alpine, right? Uh, no, it's it's like a longer bodied car, but oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I imagine similar drivetrain. But yeah. Ah, uh, God, I loved my 911. So I, 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 there you go. You just you, you, you guys can cruise. Yeah. Lane. Yeah. You're in lane. Yeah. I mean, if you guys are both driving 911s, I would fucking <laughs> race the race you. Get one just for that. Okay, Croc GT4. The New Year is coming fast. When are you boys gonna pick the vehicle? eligibility cutoff year for the CRR 2018. Okay, so, I mean, we talk about it a lot, but we were, you know, Coastal Range Rally, number three, we're thinking about having a a date cutoff, so the cars couldn't be too new, Um, but we've just really been unclear about it, and we haven't actually picked a cutoff date. I don't, at this point, we're not going to have a cutoff date. Yeah, I think 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 we're going to skip that. I think we're we're not going to. big enough. I'll officially say it right now. We're not gonna have a cutoff date, but you realize that's gonna make Jono really happy. I, I we already, sure already, well, we already I mean, kind of talked to him. It was about ultimately it. because okay. of everyone can thank Jono because he that sous vide that he cooked. I mean, just yeah, really yeah. he was at, he was grilling you guys at, while you were eating it. Yeah, for it? sure. Yeah. So I think that yeah, that, that pushed up. us he over the edge. He kept taunting us with it. But I mean, it's it's but true because I agree. Like, it's I a, think we're we. We are going to, you know, it's going to be up to our discretion. Yeah. Obviously, whether or not your car is able to be in. And we're obviously going to, we're going to have preference towards an older, more interesting car than, um, say, a 2008 911 Carrera, you know, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And it'll be variety too. So if there is a Miata, there's probably, we're not going to have six Miatas. Exactly. On the newer stuff. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, but we've already. All right. We so that's did, official. Official. It's official. Is, you, you know, we're going to take applications, and then yeah. you know, we have a limit depending on however you know we can accommodate with food and all the other logistics, uh, and so it's we're just going to pick the most interesting under that limit. Yeah, I mean, regardless of year, a lot of it has to do with uh, a lot of us like wanting that year split as as well beyond the speeds and stuff like that was uh, 
you know, it's kind of like rolling cars and coffee in a lot of ways. And when we stop, do we want to look at a bunch of brand new cars that you could buy at a, at a, you know, at a lot down the street? Or do we want to look at a car with some history behind it and some cool stuff? Mm-hmm. And also, you know, do we want, I mean, do we want to look at, you know, six NB Miatas or something like that? You know, it's just... Not to pick on Miatas. No, no, kind no. Of picking on Miatas. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's cool that we made that official, but there's um, one thing, though, that there is a car that fits that description that we I thought we banned definitively, and that was the any Buick Skylark uh, pre-65, right? Is that... Oh, of course. Yeah, those, <laughs> those are not allowed. That's a given. <laughs> is it the drum brakes? Is that what's... I think it's the drum brakes. So if you upgrade to Willwoods, maybe, you know, we can work something out. You have to be rocking American flags and, like, <laughs> full-on support vehicle. That's easy. I can do that. Okay. I can Magnets on the side. Dude, we I mean, can make whatever col- you DWA guys want. Coastal Range apply. rally flag on one side. I like it. That would be cool. Yeah. You got to make me one, though. Let's I'm do it. too cheap to buy one of those. <laughs> too cheap to buy one of those. Yeah. What if, what if the Skylark did make it on the rally? You what guys what would if? would be so fucking bummed. Nice. would be taking up all sorts of the road. <laughs> Not letting people pass. <laughs> Brake fade, like, you know, slowing everybody down. Driving in the middle. Yeah. Barge. All right. AJ Turner, longtime listener, first time caller. Would a Carmen Ghia give you the same driving experience at a fraction of the cost of a Porsche 356? All right. I like this guy. I, I think Wait. I think a Carmen Ghia is a great choice. Really? I do. It's right. a, I think it's a really great looking car. I brought car. up the same exact question a long, a long while back. Yeah, we've talked about yeah, it. And we talked about it with Tom, I think, too, and I Thomas. S- I don't think it would give you exactly the same, but it gives you a little bit of that. And mm-hmm. I think uh, a Carmen Ghia is a really, I think it's a good looking car. And it's really unique looking. And um, they're actually kind of rare these days. You never see them. They so, never do. I mean, compared to yeah. even like when we were in high school, they're oh, yeah. all over the place. I think they're pretty. So, yeah, I think it'd be a cool car. Definitely some SOC there. Earlier the better though, right? I I think so. Yeah. Little good. bumpers are better, and that would be my call on that. Yeah. Little tail lights. Yeah, I don't know. I've never driven a 356. I w- I wish I have. I d- I owned a Carmen Ghia, and I know a little bit about how that works. But mine was slammed, and it was like so rough handling. I will tell you, I've driven one 356. It was a 65C. Yeah. And uh, there was nothing to write home about. Yeah. Well, Carmen Ghia is in that same boat, so. But, I mean, yeah, fully stock car. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I got some, I posted a picture not long ago. It was of a VW Bug being towed by some Subaru or something. And the thing was just like Swiss cheese, right? There was like barely any of the car missing, didn't have an engine in the back and all that. And my comment was like, someone thinks this is worth saving. Mm -hmm. This one guy was like, arguing about it I know, that so was hardcore one of the most intense arguments it was so gnarly i just like had it i'm like i don't even understand what you're he's like well we're not all into the early ones and this and that. i'm like dude it doesn't it doesn't even have an engine like it's not worth well an engine's easy enough but you know it's like i was like oh my fucking i couldn't even it was like are you couldn't argue it but what did you guys think about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I'm trying to think I just don't understand. Up, but oh, exactly. I was just thinking about it with that because yeah. we were talking about early versus late cars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the earlier cars are just sexier and better looking of all those. And then um, I was just thinking about that. And it's like you can buy a really good 
like especially a, a late model, you know, VW bug. Yeah, because uh, you can get the you, early bugs for pretty. You can get a clean shell for right. cheap. Yeah, dude. I thought yeah. you're thinking of that as to answer this guy's question about how to get a cheap 356 feel, which oh. bug would would provide a lot of it. Oh yeah, I yeah, think a bug yeah. would too. But I think a Carmen Ghia is even better yeah. mm-hmm. because it has that style. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, a bug has a lot of style too, obviously. Yeah, but the Carmen Ghia has like a sports car, yeah, um, feel to it as opposed to the bug. Yeah, but so the the main issue with that one was that it was like a later bug, like a '79 or something. Well, my main yeah. issue there was a total piece, piece of yeah. shit. I wonder if the, I mean it had and to be, there could be history year. though. Yeah, and and like it didn't even have a good like I didn't see a single good piece on the car. Yeah, no, that, for the a parts argument, car, even. the argument was kind of ridiculous. It was and crazy. It was basically, like the only. The only reason why it was just some kid like, car, oh, I could, you could fix it. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you could, yeah. I mean, I think it came down to like, well, yeah, if there's like sentimental value, and it was yeah, like your that's dad what I was thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. Then, yeah. It's worth, then it's worth it to restore yeah. anything, and it, it kind of. Like, it was like one of those weird things. I was trying to be all rational, and yeah. you kept like fighting with me about it. All right, let's see what is, I regretted uh, even like making one comment, but <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. I remember that going down, and I was staying out of there. <laughs> Demonkeyed. Would I love you this rather question. drive to work for a month? A Pontiac Grand Prix, automatic, of course, <sighs> and bald, out of balance tires <laughs> for a month. Bald and out of balance. Or a 92 neon five speed with a purple flaking paint and a subwoofer cranked to 10 that could not be turned down. Mm. It also has a rattling license plate and a fearless <laughs> window banner. <laughs> banner! Wow, banner. That's like in the front. Or a third choice Jono's GT3 RS, but it's limited to 15 miles per hour because it has two sous vide, wi- <laughs> two sous vide wired to the alternator. But you have to eat steak dinner from the bucket seats every night. Oh, well, this fuck. is a very interesting question. Okay, so here's the okay. So, do you care more about your life? the The first car is dangerous, right? Yeah. Or your ears and ego. Or I, I, I mean, driving 15 miles an hour, eating steak dinner in a GT3 doesn't sound that bad. No, that, no, no that's, that's like, like um, that's I think I could live with that. But the 15 miles an hour is you really to, hard, especially for you. That's beyond that's frustrating. Dude, lanes work uh, commute. Oh yeah, an I hour and a half. <laughs> I'd have that's to, driving like 80 on back. Okay, if I can wear like earplugs or something, I go number two, I guess. Yeah, because I don't want to be unsafe with those bald tires too. No, and yeah. neons are and dry, and right? vibrating and stuff. Yeah, I would go yeah, neon too. Neon. Yeah. Neon. I mean, it could be you know, your favorite song, dude. You know, or you can crank some Dre, and you're all cool. Dog. He doesn't say anything about the specific song. Chronic yeah. 2001 on exactly. repeat. Just yeah, dude. The GT3 RS, 15 miles an hour. The fear this sticker. Ah, oh, that's brutal. Hey, if I <laughs> if I put the nail in the coffin, brutal, brutal. If it was Warren's commute, I would drive the GT3. I agree. Yeah, oh, that'd be see, awesome. Yeah, be an awesome yeah, drive. Yeah. 15 miles an hour, like five blocks away, and eat steak dinner in your GT3 every night. Sure, why not? Agreed. Sean P. Grimes. I that know guy. we all like the twisties, slow car fast, etc. But how fast would you be willing to go in a straight line under safe conditions in a purpose-built car, etc.? Not as a passenger. You're the wheel man. Half mile exotic car speed, salt salt flat speed. Pick a number. Damn. Oh, I, I think I don't have a. You be I don't think go? I have salt flat. You would go like crazy, like yeah. two hundred plus on that surface. That's gnarly, dude. I would go. I don't. I don't. Is I've it? never That's thought about hard. that limit. Like, I don't know. I'd be down to go. I'd be down to go. You live life unlimited. I'd be down to go like two fifty or something. I guess. Yeah. In the right car. Sure. Why not? What did you do? Three hundred. Why not, Lane? Well, then you're getting into like parachutes and stuff, probably. 
Would you do four hundred? Why you're, not you're lanes? <laughs> yeah, just oh, it just gets a little crazy. <laughs> would you just go one of those? Rockets? I mean, street cars outside of the twos is pretty gnarly. Like right? the Venom, the Venom GT does two seventy, right? Jesus, and that's a yeah. street car. I'm just sketched out about driving on salt flats. Like I hear that Why? just that speed, like it just I don't know how to compensate for the movements, and like I hear that the surface, it gets. It feels like, I don't know, I don't know, just the way that they describe it, like the car it's actually, hard, like, I mean, yeah, it's not, you kind of has a little soft layer. And, yeah, I don't know, it feels like All scary. Right, I'm going to throw out some. You don't have to go salt flats, you can go on the Autobahn. No, I, you know, top speed, I don't care, yeah, if it's a purpose-built car, full mile, I'm down to do whatever, but like, salt flats, I'm scared of. How fast have you gone, Art? Like 95 or something? Uh, I did 93 once okay. downhill <laughs> in my um, my M5. No, I'm yeah. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. So you do 400? 400 on on tarmac sure fuck it <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. Man, i thought you were a family man. i don't even know what kind of tires those are but i mean yeah i don't know either um for me anything besides just a street car on a good highway with no cars around is hard to imagine because you know a purpose like a vehicle built for the salt flats mm. with parachutes and shit it's like just know. how fast have, fast how fast have you driven kevin uh 130 maybe. okay on I five in in the old in the seventy one nine eleven actually oh sweet so mm, nice it's kind of sketch but yeah I'd imagine how about you I think it was like it was one sixty four damn dang in nine nine six oh nice yeah where I was seventeen uh <laughs> that's like when you're oh, going past Los side. Gatos Jiminy you know when you're going into yeah, Los, like past Los Gatos just all the freeways are there and everything yeah. Yeah, like it's a, like a little covered on the side. A three fifty Z tried to like play, and then I got on yeah. it, and then just I kept going, kept going. Yeah, <laughs> went full retard. Yeah, <laughs> and um, then I backed off. Po- possibly a false data point. I was reading this book. It's pretty good. Driving forces about like early Mercedes racing. I think it's a W196 was, and this is like a super old car. They were doing like three hundred miles an hour. Wait, what? Like I said, possibly false statement. <laughs> in, in what? Dude, the W196. Wait, what is it? What's it? Novolari? Like the one, is that the one that he drove? I don't think he hit 300, did Wait, he? What? Is that what you're talking about? What's yeah. a W196? Like old Nürburgring that was like super well, they would do. They wouldn't do it on Nürburgring. It'd be on these like gnarly Wait, what's straights. a W196? It's like a full race car. It's like... Uh, what year? Um, like 50? <laughs> one of those years. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm calling shenanigans. Okay. 300 kilometers an hour, maybe? Definitely easy. And that's 180. Yeah, the, all the silver arrows are going or 186. Now, so. I'll have to come back next podcast. But I mean, think about like, so 917s <laughs> would go down the straight at Le Mans would do like 250 something, right? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds right. I mean, I, I know they exceeded two, 200 by a margin <laughs> by a, quite a bit. 300 Man. kilometers would make a lot more sense. Yeah. And that the nice seventeen. Let's, make that, let's in, make that the data point. Three hundred kilometers. That's cake. That's easy. One hundred eighty. I mean, yeah, dude, like Silver Arrows in the thirties were doing that. Yeah. So I mean, the the W one ninety six. I'm guessing was doing more than that. All right, let's move on. Now I feel I feel like I ruined that question. Audi Streamliner, those things. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know how fast they went back. Yeah, then. yeah. I don't know. For me, uh, yeah, getting into the three hundred seems pretty gnarly. I'd I, I'd be stoked just to cross the two hundred mark. Um, yeah, I, I know that's cool, right? That. Don't you get like a little badge or something? I think it's hard to find a road to do that on. Um, when uh, when I was co-driving at the Silver State Classic, uh, people, you know, that's like a thing. It's the 200 mile per hour club, and 
you know, they just have long ass straights and they're normal roads, but you know, they're out in the middle of like, There's like nowhere. the Texas mile where people do that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, yeah. And these half miles, the guys yeah. are hitting like the, like nine eighteens and stuff or in the one seventy. Yeah. Range so a full mile will definitely get you. So I don't know if you but guys, these are like guy. on real roads, like, Oh, uh, damn, it's not you like, know, like with turns. Whoa. And that's insane. Yeah. Well, like, but there are long surfaces kind of, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just regular paper. These are usually, yeah, I don't know. Because I don't know where they do the Texas one, actually. Is it a, a, like a, a... Do they even do the miles script? anymore? Or is it all half mile? I have no idea. But I just remember being at a dinner one time and like, do you, I don't know this buddy of ours, Corbett. I don't know if you guys have met him. He does like the turbo LS1 swapped RX-7s for the Texas mile. And he does. And I remember mentioning like, damn, I've, I've never even been close to 200. He's like, what, you haven't? Like, it was like, a, <laughs> like everybody does it kind of a thing. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he used to do that a ton. I don't know when the last time was though, or if it's still around. It's crazy. 71 GTV. I certainly prefer the look without window tint, but the interior of the new Julia gets hot as shit being solid black leather. Should I get tint put up to put on to cool things down and keep the wife and baby happier out of the sun or do we just suck it up crank the air up higher and continue to use a super cool static cling window shade whenever the baby is in the car <laughs> holy crap so hey, this is the uh, early julia no, no it's no, a no, brand no. new one this makes sense so what? i was yeah it's i went the to gray julia just bought a yeah julia? it was at it was at he was at berkeley i didn't really i just made that connection mm-hmm. right now i was he at, took it to canapa a good few weeks ago. oh really i was at berkeley cars and coffee and that thing showed up and i don't know i thought it was interesting like yeah, it was the only modern car there Tint, like, it's a two liter turbo one, but he has the sport package, like okay. the, the big wheels and the. Brembo's yeah, I did notice that. Stuff. I knew it was in a quadrifoglio or whatever. I talked but... to him about it at Canepa. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I I think a new car you could add tint. Yeah, I'm totally add tint. On totally new car is fine. Yeah, yeah it's all about how tent. much. Whoa, you can do like full limo. That's I mean, gnarly. I mean, you'll get. Although I do like it. a kind of. I still like a greenhouse. Yeah, like yeah, a, but new I like the light coming in. Yeah. I mean, on his. On his GTV, it'd be terrible. Oh, that'd yeah, be that would horrible. be horrible. Yeah. yeah, my my 2002 had it. Like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that was like one of the first things I did. When oh, I yeah, off. you took it off, huh? It's horrible. Kevin's 911 had it. Yes, <laughs> right. And you tried to remove it yourself. I remember. Yeah, it did not go well. Yeah, I think I was trying. I think to help I you might have been I, down there I when feel you like were I was doing there it, and maybe not helping. Maybe I helped Daniel Cross <laughs> on his. <laughs> just telling media. you what to do is that what <laughs> like. Well, I, I think I was just opposed to getting all like grimy with that stuff. Like I just didn't like the Italian razor dude. blade thing and all that. Steam wand, swing roll. Yeah, Art knows the trick. All right, steam wand. Um, yeah. So we say tent. Yeah, they already, yeah. it already has tent. I think right? it's fine. It's a family car. It, it should have like some tent on the windows. Tent, yeah, right? I mean, all my newer cars have had tent. It's like only the oh. cheap ass Forester from like 2007 is like the last car that didn't have tent. Oh, really? I don't know. Steel wheels, <laughs> hubcaps. <laughs> um, yeah, so you're good. Good to go. You're DWA approved to make that modification. Uh, Walter M. Wood, thanks for as- as- answering my last question. By the way, the Boxster got the IMS upgrade uh, slash replace, water pump, radiators, and a whole bunch of other things. Would any of you do a one take on smoking tire? I'd like to see line- Lane's 944 on it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really that in. Uh, I guess I'm not that interested in having it done to do that. But you know. Yeah, same here. I like I don't need. Uh, I don't need Matt Vera's opinion on my car. Really. Yep, that's kind of the way I feel. But I think it's you cool. I like the videos famous. and stuff. I like watching them and everything. So if if it was here, you would do it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it's, exactly. It's not like something I would go out of my way to make happen. You know. You kind of have to go out of your way. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. 
I mean, doing a little production, even though that's as basic as it gets. Yeah. Takes a little while. Yeah. It'd be fun to do the Skylark. That would be interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, I like how that is that is the exemplary that is the DWA vehicle that gets it right. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't want to do it in the mountains. You'd be like, can we just like we should just cruise by the down by the beach or something. You've you know? never driven in the mountains, Lane. All right, that's true. I've been it driving up here. In. Yep. Do you like tie yourself with a rope or something? Like, to, how, how do you like tie yourself? You keep yourself that place all down really tight, <laughs> and you lean against the door. Oh, okay, that's how it works. Since uh, Waldo five six one zero. Since you guys talked about wanting a forever car, can you pick the forever car you want to pass on to your kids? Lane's 944 mm. already has a storied past along with some heritage photos from while the kids are young. Mm. That's an interesting question. Pass on to the kids, huh? Kevin? I mean, do you think it'd be, first off, Kevin, do you think that there's like a forever car? Cars worth keeping forever? Yeah. For sure. Like, is there a car you would buy today and you could see keeping it until you died? Like, old car or new car or whatever? Uh, like, you got to assume that storage isn't an issue and you have the funds to keep it going. Well, no, I mean, that's part of the deal. It's well, like part of it is that you kind of just, yeah, you go sure through all that right. to keep it. Right. Yeah. And you, like, you don't just sell it at the, at a, like the first thing that comes up. You're like, like oh, oh shit. I lost my garage space. Yeah. Time to sell the car. Right. Like, no, you keep it. You move to a you house might make, has a garage. You might make stupid decisions, like put it in storage and spend money just to keep that right. car. Right. Or live in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for sure. I mean, yeah. I, I haven't yet made that choice for, for myself, but I think if I were to make that choice, I thought the question was asking rather than changing your mind and, and getting sick of it and, and, you know, swapping from a older BMW to an older Porsche or whatever. But I, once you've made the commitment to maintain a car like that, I think it would be, yeah, an old 911 or like a 3.0 CS or something like that. I would be, hmm. that's what I want to hand, take out once a week, hand down to my kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't think of I mean do I yeah, want to pass yeah, on the nine forty four? Not really. I mean especially with their daughters weird, right? too. Like I feel like of it would have to be like something more classic or something. Yeah. Like a like if I had a three fifty six cab or something like that, right? Yeah. And the thing that sucks about that is guaranteed your kid's not going to appreciate it as much as yeah not i know way. well that's what it, that was going to be my question actually the 944 the girls do seem to really like that car like when you say like, they'll even ask you if you're bringing the red car right like that's versus true. the other car so i think there's something there and i think they have those memories i mean they would probably really appreciate it um i don't know i can see that yeah yeah the first thing that comes to mind for me is safety knowing that you know shit's gonna happen <laughs> but i mean i guess you know you want to maybe have the cool car that they can cruise in on the weekends with their friends and then have like the dedicated safe car or whatever um like i don't know i think 2002s are super cool for that i mean it's, there's yeah. like you know it's like everywhere you drive these things you know like especially young kids like they fucking love them they're like yeah. what is that oh that's so yeah. cool you know and like, old older and, people I mean, too. All, all, all people but yeah, I mean, 2002 is like the the epitome of that because they made so many of them yeah and they have such a following that everyone is attracted to that they they know someone that had that car or mm-hmm. You know, their uncle had that car or whatever. Yeah, and I think they're... You Dude, know, you had like, it coming into the studio today. 
My neighbor was talking. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's right. He was telling a story about that. Um, Yeah, I think they're just, yeah, they're just like universally cool cars. You know, they just, and I think she would appreciate that. But it's hard to tell right now. She's only two years old, you know? Right. um, But I think that would be my choice. Something like that. Something kind of funky and cool that's not super fast. I can much more see getting a car that you then have give to the kid in high school and you like help them keep it until, you know, through that. Like, it's very different. Like, what you're saying passing on your cars are they gonna then put it in storage and do all exactly no yeah right? yeah mm. unless it's a $150,000 car it has right? to have that monetary value yeah. really when are we talking about passing it on too is it like when we die yeah I would I would like assume like you're not yeah. giving it to them um, while no because it's your for, it's your it's forever your car. car yeah oh interesting yeah, I was they thinking, appreciate uh, it because you appreciate it yeah so yeah it's not mm. passing on when they're 16 yeah. because it's your forever car oh, so yeah. with that thing yeah I, I was thinking high school yeah I yeah. guess it isn't forever see even that's forever for me dude high school shit <laughs> that's, that's crazy dude 16 more years that's nuts oh shit that'll <laughs> never happen <laughs> exactly motor affair yeah um, I was just trying to think that if I had one, like if, if I had the chance to own my E30 race car again, like I would kind of want to keep that forever as mm. ridiculous as that would be. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't even use it. You and could though. You could, you could register it. Yeah. I, I could see that. Mm. I mean, and then the kids wouldn't have anything to do. They wouldn't know what to do with that. But a rad, an E30 race car back like in the, in 20 years when all of those things are like much higher prices, it's gonna be pretty cool. Oh, it'll be awesome, yeah. Um, okay. Uh well Waldo five six one zero has another question. Well, what do you guys think about car sharing platforms and the future potential of fleet share programs? I don't even know what this means really. I mean Turo, is that what it means? Car no, sharing there's or? like um like there's the other oh, fuck, I'm totally spacing on these. There's like Zipcar and those kind of things, but Zipcar is an actual company. There are other ones that actually I think it's Where called car buy, share. You buy your own car. <laughs> yeah. Like and you, you put it, it with a few people or something. No, you put it like, it's like car. It's, I think it's called car share in San Francisco. Actually. Like you own your, you have a car and you put it out there and it's available for people to kind of take. And uh, it's not quite Turo esque. Dirty. Yeah. It's kind of, um, yeah. So it's sort of Turo. I guess. Well, they're claiming with like autonomous carts and all that in the future, it's going to be, yeah. you know, everyone, right, you right, just right. kind of like, buy into a car like yeah. a monthly kind of thing and you and you and you phone yeah. your a car and it comes and it you always have the yours or exactly yeah. i think that is the future that's what i picture is that and that's that, so part is of that what you're talking about fleet share programs i don't know but you also said I, I guess maybe i could picture fleet share being like that only you have like your SUV, a sports car, yeah. old car, you know, you have, I think, oh, they're, yeah. I think they're pods, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're SUV definitely pod yeah. and the yeah. sports pod. And the- Although if, if you're not driving, then who cares what it is, right? Right. Well, I mean, when you drive by the harbor and look at all the boats that just sit idle all the time, and yeah. you think, why doesn't everybody just share one, one boat boats. Yeah. yeah we need to like put 10 boats in the harbor and everybody shares that. yeah there's well, a there's a site need to wait for the wind and when the wind's good then a lot of the boats are out there yeah like five percent of the boats are gone <laughs> that's true yeah. percent. so if you yeah. picture those are an obvious one because it's out there in the harbor but if you picture the, the garages all across say santa cruz mm-hmm. how many cool cars there are that are just parked all the time yeah yeah for sure no yeah there's a there is a site rentmyboat.com yep. by the way yep. and it's basically just that it's like yeah. car, my boat's gonna be sitting around it's a total timeshare kind of thing yeah. Yeah. like Turo kind of yeah I like Turo yeah. yeah yeah and then it's he's interesting st- though I mean because yes the cars do sit for most of the time but 
there's weekends and that's when it's most likely to be used and so there's only so many hours driving hours in the weekend and so you really can't it's not the the weekdays are like don't yeah. even count you it's know? also logistics and there's something to having something that's yours and you possess it and you love and you care for that thing especially a car like right like yeah. i think all of us can relate to that where you know, we have this thing and, and even if it's just looking at it every once in a while, you enjoy yeah. that and you enjoy buying a part for it. And then if you want to go for a quick drive, um, you can, you can just do that on a whim and I can go on a five minute drive or, you know, over to Westcliff and back. And that's enjoyable where if I was a car sharing thing, I wouldn't do that because I would have the logistics of having to get the car or even having the car drive to me or whatever happens. Uh, I was talking to Sean Grimes who asked a question. He had his car in Sausalito at this car storage for a while. And he said it was a, he basically would, or maybe he does now even, but every time he'd have to want to drive his car, it would be a big ordeal. Mm -hmm. He'd have to drive across the bridge, Mm -hmm. like, go call in to get his car he'd have to get his and it would have to be a whole this whole thing and right now i think he has it he has a parking spot or something and he's able just to go down and he can go for an hour drive or two hour drive where before it was like an all-day affair i I think it matters less for sentimental cars the way it it makes sense to me is those cars that commuter cars or those cars that people buy they're like oh i need all-wheel drive but really they need it like two weekends a year or like i need a seven passenger vehicle or like whatever that like i need which is really a a huge minority of the time or a a tiny minority yeah exactly totally yeah yeah Yeah, it would definitely not be yeah like i can picture myself buying into something like that in the future as like a a transportation device like just to Mm -hmm. get me somewhere i don't give a shit like as lane said like just put me in the fucking pot and take me where i need to go as efficiently as possible and i will still have my classic or whatever in the garage that i'm gonna mess with right but yeah but in in this case is you're talking about a specific tool for the job right yeah for sure well, yeah, even like a lot of people's commuters, all they want is a tool to get them yeah. to work yeah. and back, right? Yeah, so that's easy to replace. Yeah, and yeah. we're always preaching like the two car solution, and it's like yeah. just that's the that two car solution. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with it, and I think it's just worth saying out loud that it, like part of the value of the car, you know, it goes beyond just the metal and owning all the parts and being able to tweak it. It's the idea that at any time you could get in that car and drive and as soon mm-hmm. as you start sharing it with one other person that's not always true so you lose what which is like one of the big pieces of value with that you know it's like the american dream thing where it's like you get in the car and drive wherever you want and it's like we got all the interstates and all that stuff like that's what you buy yeah um all right where are we at motor affair driving while awesome my friend oh my friend <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of works my friend <laughs> that's how i was reading it uh my friend let's call him asen oh does, is it is he asen donner something like that? yeah asen yeah, donner <laughs> yeah. needs a new car Twenty five thousand dollar budget daily 100 mile commute miles per gallon around 20 to 24 driver's car two seat sports car preferred open to all makes and models uh, his friend is tallish at six foot two. So, so this budget, uh, so that's fifty miles each way. Last last mm-hmm. I spoke with Asen, he said uh, fifteen dollar, fifteen thousand dollar budget. He bumped it quite a bit. Bumped it, twenty five thousand daily, daily driver. Oh, I, I misread this as a new like 
new new no new to him there's like, you're like new sports car <laughs> so the background <laughs> is the background is he just totaled his uh focus st right yeah and so like yeah. he now he's he's trying to find a replacement for uh-huh. it um 25 grand up from 15 who knows what it'll be tomorrow could be 35 grand. this is also patrick saying this and not asen oh okay, <laughs> okay. <true>. okay. <laughs> uh hmm so Asen's been looking at C5 Corvettes, I know. Yep. It's actually a little difficult. C5Z06s. We have a little yeah, we have the text going on. on yeah. I'm trying to ignore what that is yeah. and just read the question. But um, yeah, he's been looking at Corvettes. Well, we know that he's going to want something sporty, right? That's super important to him. So um, regardless of what it is, and it's got to be interesting, um, possibly uh, Coastal Range Rally um compatible I, I think just that he's six foot two it counts out miata counts out s2000 you could do boxer probably right boxer you could fit uh like you could get it i mean a 987 987 boxer s dude what's a cayman yeah cayman s yeah cayman 20 s grand would be pretty rad i don't like, know why he didn't mention those 21 he doesn't 20 like years grand so yeah so we're talking like a 987 yeah yeah <clears throat> 2000 uh what six they came out Mm-hmm. So right around that six seven, or E forty six as EHP E thirty M three like a super clean E thirty E thirty six M three. I mean E thirty six M three for sure, and that's way below his budget. And he can definitely drive it for a while and probably break even when he sells yep. it. Buy three sets of wheels for it. Plenty of room for that. Pay for all the track days he wants to. That's right. Yeah, I was really I, pushing for E thirty six M three. Like I, yeah, I mean, I, I think, like that idea. Because he can buy a really nice one, like spend, you know, 15K on it and, yep. and get one that he likes, like a perfect, you know, the right combination of ingredients. And he could get a four door if he wanted. And he's going to ride the appreciation curve and, you know, and still be able to sell. Because I think he said six to eight months, right? He doesn't intend on keeping it very Oh, is that right? I don't yeah. know. What about an E39 M5? Is that not going to hit the miles per gallon? It's Ooh. not going to hit the miles yeah. per gallon. And I think there's a little more um, maintenance yeah. cost. You're asking for a bit of trouble. Yeah. I think he's, I mean, he's really, I think he's pretty set on, or he was talking about Mazda speed. Yeah. Uh, which the Miata. I think it's a good investment, but he is a big dude. I don't dude. understand so, that at all. I think it's a great, especially this one, it had like 11,000 miles or but something. But he's, he's going to rack up 100, 100 miles a day. I just don't see it. But he wasn't going to keep it very I'm long. S- I'm still set on this uh, Ford Focus SVT. Do, he should see what, how much fun he can have. So you're saying goes like price. full dirt bag, Roll just dirt buy bag. the cheapest, no, like the nicest a, SVT no. for five grand. So like a cheap fun car. Yeah, and see how see how he can do. Hundred yeah. mile commute in that thing. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ryan going. Oh fuck, I forgot about that part. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm sticking to my guns. Uh. All right, I hope that helps. I feel like we're going super long for us on on this one. I think E thirty six M three is kind of the answer here, right? Then we kind of agree. I, I think an E thirty six M three would be great, like a really clean one, slick top. The thing that I think that people forget about in these things is if you, you people talk about their budget and they talk about their MPGs, but then the depreciation curve is such a big that's part like a of bigger it, thing. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. a good yeah. point. Yeah, like if you just do total cost of ownership, which includes fuel yeah. maintenance, depreciation slash appreciation, yeah. it totally changes. MGBs, yeah. M- MGBs can mean nothing, right? Right. When, yeah. If you're if you're making money in in the end, right? 
Unless you care about the environment. Yeah, but who cares about that? Your alternative fuels. Well, dude, fun. I mean, <laughs> you're, yeah, you're you're buying, you're keeping an old car on the road, like that's not super inefficient. That's and, already you know, better for the environment than buying a brand new car. Yeah, yeah. and he he li- will likely have an alternative fuel uh, vehicle, yeah. park next to it at some yeah, point. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could almost just get a freaking uh, e golf. Is he close? A hundred miles? Oh, I guess he has to charge. It at depends work. if he can charge. Yeah, he get it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tesla Model 3. Don't say it. Don't say it, dude. <laughs> J underscore F Piece underscore R underscore Y. Bolt. Get a bolt. <laughs> yeah, bolt. Oh, man. Do you guys think Singer and other resto mod cars like the reissued rough CTR Yellowbird will have any influence on Porsche's design and development direction? The 911R is so unattainable for most people. Will some of the heritage work its way into the new broadly available stuff? I think, question. The, I think that the 911R is almost there because of the this very reason i, I could like see that try, they see I th- that I think people it, appreciate the simpler stuff and yeah i think also they they kind of the manual transmission they put, they also put houndstooth interior they right. did a few of the little yeah. details has really been about hair they have a though, ton but of they've done a lot of that yeah. stuff so i don't i could see them like like maybe going into the, delving into their past a little more because of the you know people wanting singers and stuff like that i, I could see that yeah. making little smaller cars and but make it into yeah the key mm-hmm. here is making it more attainable right i see more just like them putting houndstooth in all the cars kind of and doing like maybe coming back with a retro plaid from like a you know old 930 or something like that just because singer is doing that kind of stuff you know like doing the basket weave yeah or like poorly, like singer ex- does like and poorly stuff. executed fuch wheels fuch oh, that those are gigantic those are so horrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, B underscore Garrity. Any favorite car movies or favorite cars from movies? We've talked about this before. We should send him a link to our little write-up. Oh, yeah. This is See, I still want to do... Remember when in the past we've done a couple like special episodes where we do like top 10s yeah, and stuff? Yeah, I still want to do like our top 10 cars in movies that aren't car movies. Yeah, yeah. we should. Because I think that's a totally different, we've talked about car movies before, but yeah. there's a lot of movies where I remember the cars, but they're total. there could yeah. be shitty movies and not about cars at all. Yeah. Like, uh, I know exactly, Goonies. Exactly. The guy to write that article. Who? You. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you love all sorts of weird, shitty movies and, Yep. Remember Goonies, the the Jeep, Brian Cherokee, do, the Cherokee on the sand, the on the beach. Yeah, ORV oh, eyes lit up. <laughs> ORV, a black ORV. There you go. That's <laughs> Off-road right. vehicle. Yeah. What did uh, What did the killer clowns from Outer Space drive? Whoa, <laughs> I don't know, but that was filmed in Ben Lomond or whatever. yeah, all around oh, really? this area. Yeah. yeah. Cruise, Cruise PCH. Now that Rod Emery has a headlight fix, uh, will 996 prices shoot the moon? Did Rod Emery do something with the 996? Oh, I, I didn't know that. that. He just came up with like a little cover for the oh, an overlay or something. Uh, well, they've I've had those, overlays yeah. forever. They have, yeah. Like what's they always look really. Pro- I'm sure it's more legit. It's probably better because they've always looked really tacky. Yeah. So he might do something where he takes the lens off and makes an that's actual a, cover. Yeah. That's I think part of it. Or, oh, even on the fender because he's a, that's what he does. That would be cool. Like no, actually, I, I have in metal, will do nothing for nine and six. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the I think the IMS RMS is going to work itself out, kind of like nine six fours have. Uh, but I think you have to give it another 10 to 15 years. Okay. Blake T. Jones. 
was catching up on the last listener questions podcast this morning. Uh, we call those a Thursday edition, uh, Blakey <laughs> Jones. Uh, and have to say, you guys did a complete injustice to the K24 into 944 swap idea. Not only is the K24 a great piece of engineering, it's also pretty neat in spirit replacement for the original power plant. A tilted over, high capacity inline four. Wait, I thought we said we were into it. I think we said we were, but maybe we didn't Obviously, talk about it enough or something. Yeah. I'm definitely into it. It's a, I, I'm sure that I was into it. I might yeah. have downplayed a little just because I've had yeah, bad luck did. with K24s too. Yeah. <laughs> and the K24 it. is a torqueless motor. So now you're hitting again. Well, I'm, I mean, I've had, I'm the only one here who's had a K24, so I can talk shit. So yeah. is, um, you feel that it's less torquey than your 944? Oh, mode? way less yeah. torquey. Yeah. 944 is pretty torquey. Yeah, yeah I guess 944 so. is That's all it's all about, mode. I guess, yeah, right? it's all yeah. torquey. Well, uh, the K24 tractors. and the, and it's also not that big of a step up in power. Really? Yeah. Like, What's so, the K24 power? It's like 200, 200. Yeah. For, that's a big well for the step, bit, for the good one for the TSX yeah which is what you would want that's and then you would build step. it even better than versus that. 140 150 big step it and doesn't it feel better, that much different it's like, it revs better that's a big thing it but, it, but it's low on torque right so sure but it's like a different power band it's actually and a, it's lighter probably right a, i don't know about that but it's a more enjoyable i have no idea i would a, imagine so, it's a fun torque band having the power up high yeah but it burns oil like crazy when it, i think when also like that. it's it's all about the chassis that it's attached to too right like i mean you're in the tsx front wheel drive sedan you know that's a sporty sedan but not a yeah. sports car versus a rear wheel drive sports car right that is probably you're, what much 400 pounds lighter you're also dropping 500 pounds yeah, five, so yeah. there would be it would be pretty rad i mean so i think the tsx and the 944 i remember i made the comparison when I bought the TSX, the the power was the power to weight is about the same. Like mm. acceleration of those cars is about the same. Yeah. Uh, they just had different engine. You know the way the engine developed power was totally different. But the K twenty four and the nine forty four would be pretty rad. It would be pretty I zingy mean, and dude, like the it'd make it really fun. Actually, yeah, everything you say about how they handle it'd be from smooth. What I know of it, you know, yeah. like you driven nine forty fours. Yeah, I love how nine forty yeah, yeah. fours handled. And to pair that with it'd a be pretty cool. high revving motor. And you can get like more two thirty out of those. More yeah, fun than an E thirty M three probably. Probably way mm, more oh, fun. Well, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I'm biased, so. but of course I would say yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't think an E30 M3 is that good from out of the box. So. I may agree with that. All right. Well, that's kind of it because the last question I don't understand. Pig Bandit <laughs> says, uh, did he end up buying it? Did he end up buying it? I don't know. Oh, because I don't the know. picture is a 911, right? Oh, uh, yeah. He might have thought that was the uh, oh, the arts. Burgundy 911. That oh, uh, Brad's not, car? Yeah. He's yeah. not bought a new car. He just have not. Yeah. yeah. No so purchases have no. been made. Oh, yeah. speaking of which, I received um, the 1552 coasters. Oh, uh, why didn't you bring them? They're sitting in the car right now. I forgot to bring them out. Oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, they're super rad, like laser engraved, like Shit. wood coasters. Well, and we have beers to put them on, dude. I know, I failed. Um, dude, I've been sitting wheels. this down so gently the whole time because I didn't want to make any noise. And you got a, I really you, wish I had a coaster. Are you using like a sticker? As your yeah, it's not working well, dude. I have to be <laughs> very careful. A Pelican terrible. Parts sticker. Yeah, I, my apologies. Uh, I'll have to bust those Kevin, out. I feel like we didn't utilize your expertise enough on this podcast yeah sorry about the code oh, it's quite it's quite right you're gonna stay and and do another one with us so all right. we'll, okay. let's do it all right well i think you guys only got half of a podcast yeah, you guys got it. but we had a full podcast and we just screwed up on the first part so mm-hmm. sorry about that thanks for listening rate and review the podcast and we'll send you that's stickers. right dude dm us your uh, name and address and we'll send you some sticks yeah sticky x 
All right. Later. Bye. Later. Third choice, Jono's GT3 RS, but it's limited to 15 miles per hour because it has two sous vide, <laughs> two sous vide wired to the alternator, but you have to eat steak dinner from the bucket seats every night.